Hey everyone, it is Tom Panos here, and I'm sorry I'm a few minutes late. My bad with some of the uh, tech links that I've been using on StreamYard, but I'm pretty excited here as we get our audience slowly building up for the Monday Night Ramp, where we talk about everything success, real estate, and today we're even going to talk about property development, because the guy that's sitting on the other side of the screen, Ryan is it Houston or Houston? Houston. Houston. Ryan Houston. So let me tell you about this guy. I love this guy. Hi to everyone that's coming on. Hi, Jay, Ian, Mole, Matthew, Mo, Chris. How are you going? The reason I love this guy is I want to tell you his story. Five years ago, he was a plumber. He was clearing up drains. He was doing what plumbers do. And then he got into real estate. He works up in the uh, Hunter Valley, Newcastle area. Uh, You're going to hear his story. Uh, But what I like about this guy is he's been creative enough to understand that, hey, you might as well actually put your money into real estate if you're selling real estate. Have belief in the product. Um, um, Have skin in the game. Uh, Take advantage of intellectual knowledge that you have. Um, uh, Understand that you're going to make your real money while you sleep during property growth. And um, Ryan... I've got a few people coming in. Look at this guy here. I don't know. He's a good fan of yours. Michael Cawthorn. Ryan is a beast in Newcastle off the plan market sales. And we are going to cover off the off, off market sales as well today because uh, it's an area that if you nailed, if you learn the art of actually dealing with developers and being a great project marketer, you can supplement your GCI and residential by millions of dollars a year. So, Ryan, welcome. How are you, brother? Yeah, good, Tom. Thanks so much for having me on the show. It's absolute pleasure, mate. Absolute pleasure. Uh, Ryan, um, tell us a little bit about your situation. How old are you? I'm 32 years old. 32? And you recently had a a, a baby? Yeah. Your partner? That's right. Just got married last, or last, two, three weeks ago, just got married, but we've got a little baby girl, Parker, who's 16 months old. Okay. And um, Ryan, you've been in real estate now for five years? Five years, five years and about three months, yeah. Okay, so everyone, how exciting is this? Think about it. In a matter of five years, he's now on his way to become a property tycoon, uh, both out of listing and selling real estate. Um, And you do a combination of both traditional real estate, which is house uh, that are sold by mums and dads, but you also deal with developers and do project marketing. Um, so describe what you sort of do, like, yeah, what the split up is between, what percentage split you do between the two. Yeah, so originally I came into PRD as a off-the-plan uh, or training up to be an off-the-plan person. That was my goal. I met with Mark Kentwell, who I know you very, you know him very great well, Tom. Guy. Great guy, one of the great operators in real estate. I think he's just gone overseas or he's coming from overseas, is he? Yeah, he's over in France at the moment. Beautiful. So I met him down at the beach. I was plumbing at the time and I was actually doing my first little project uh, in Walls End, a local suburb here in Newcastle. And uh, he suggested that he has this off-the-plan business called Newcastle New Projects. And he thought, wow, what a, you know, Ryan, would you be interested? Now, at first glance, I thought, oh, it's probably not for me, real estate. However, I met with Mark over a coffee and he sure as, uh, as he does sort of, you know, got me into it explained me the process and said that there's this off-the-plan division that you'd be, you know, really suited to. So I went on through the program. I started on the front desk, went through property management, and then I was an assistant agent in the residential space. 
until an off-the-plan projects assistant agent came up and I had to apply for it in-house and I was lucky enough to get it. Uh, I learnt my time uh, very fast actually in that space and then uh, I actually was doing quite a few sales in the -the off-the-plan space and I actually won a push-up comp one time with you, Tom. And so I met... I met with you about two, two and a half years ago in Sydney in the News Corp office and yes, and I told you about some of the referrals that I was given to the residential team and you said, Ryan, you're crazy. What are you doing, mate? You said, why don't you just put on someone, pay them a base wage, pay them a split every time they give you, you know, a listing or, or, or sell something for you and then you can leverage your business up. So I listened to that advice I went on out, I bought, I mean, I got two assistants pretty early on for the resi business and then as I built the projects business, I now got a projects uh, girl as well. So now we have a total team of four uh, in my EBU, uh, which covers, uh, it's, it's about 70% of my time is in projects and about 30% of my time is in residential. And for this year to date, we've settled 47 residential properties and we've settled 50 project properties today okay. so man so for when you say this year calendar year you're talking about calendar year yeah 2022 and ba- listen based on that run rate if things were to continue at that run rate till the end of this calendar year mm-hmm. what do you reckon the combined gci would be out of the two yeah i'm, I'm on forecast for 2.2 million right and you've got a team so so ryan and your team is um you plus three other people correct Okay, now I want to ask you, project marketing. You've got you've got a foot in both camps. Project marketing versus traditional normal real estate. What do you find are the biggest differences, and what's harder? Well, look, I, I think project selling off the plan is really selling a a dream. You're, you're selling, you know, for cars, if you're, it's it's fairy dust right now. It's absolutely a, a dream, and you really have to know your location. You need to know your retail in the area. You need to know the schools. You need to know the infrastructure. You need to be following the local city council websites constantly to see what's new and good, so you can then sell that into a potential purchaser. Because a lot of the off the plan that we get here in Newcastle or sell in Newcastle is from people from Sydney, is from people from Armadale and Dubbo and Orange coming into Newcastle, which is now a lifestyle city, uh, and investing in their future. So it's really investing in the futures of real estate off the plan, where residential, look, I mean, you're you're at a front door, you're letting the buyer come on through. You know, I believe you don't have to do as much selling in a traditional real estate. I think negotiations are extremely important, if not the most important in existing real estate. But I really think the buyer is 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 really ticking their own boxes. And all you have to do in existing real estate, and probably both, but you just really need to listen to the client is what I believe. And then you can really just match them up. Yeah, listen, just talking to you there, I've never done project marketing sales myself. But in the times I've interviewed people and worked with people in there, it's become very clear. They're really buying your trust in project marketing. Like when they're seeing a house, Ryan, they know what their money's being exchanged for. They're going to swap this million dollars and they're going to get that house on that block of land with that kitchen, that bathroom, those light fittings, and it's really clear. When they're actually buying project marketing, they're buying your they're buying faith in you for a start. They're sort of 
buying what feeling you have is being conveyed to them. Um, the second thing I would say is it must be quite different because in normal real estate, one vendor equals one listing. But in project marketing, one vendor can equal 100 listings. Or I don't know, what's the biggest projects you've got? Yeah, we've got a, a pro. Well, we just settled a project uh, well, a year ago now, 212 apartments. But our biggest at the date right now is 190 apartments. So, yeah, we've got a, a, a vast range from duplexes, which is two, all the way up to 190 currently. Yeah. Okay. But I would say the other thing is, um, whereas in normal residential real estate, you might have 75% success rate with getting a vendor to adjust their price and then hence the property will sell. In project marketing, you're really relying on one vendor to actually uh, adjust the figure um, to meet the market. And obviously, the more motivated the developer is, the better it is, isn't it? Well, that's exactly right. And I guess, Tom, it really segues into our topic here as well is, is myself doing a little bit of development on the side as well, is that understanding that process is so important. Being an off-the-plan specialist as well, uh, you really need to understand the development process because it's, you know, if you look at the three main components on a development, you look at the acquisition cost, the construction cost, and then the sale prices. Well, they're really relying on, on us, the real estate agent, to ensure that their gross realizations are going to work because essentially it's, 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 it's a matter of making or breaking the site. If the agent is wrong, it could totally blow up their feasibility study and the development will actually never happen, which then you get no commission. So you are really need to be right on the ball uh, when you are even signing up a development. So I'd suggest if you are looking to do it, make sure that you know the product knowledge, know how feasibility studies work, uh, know how the process works because uh, it's a long, long game. Uh, it can be very lucrative, but it can also be heart heartbreak. Okay, so... Ryan, I've always, and I've pushed the community that follows me and the people that I do education, training, coaching, consulting, that what they should do is make sure that they're taking money that they're making out of commissions and reinvesting it back in real estate because the way that you're going to build ultimate wealth is to make money while you sleep. And the way that you'll make money while you sleep is by owning real estate um, long-term or shares or any kind of asset class that goes up. but um, and, and, and so I've always pushed it. I've always been an investor myself. Um, you, on the other hand, are developing. Do you develop and hold or develop and sell? We do both. We do both. So, for example, the, the two projects we have right now, uh, one's five townhouses at Warners Bay. Uh, we're going to sell all of those ones. And the reason being is that uh, it, it's essentially just for the location, uh, for our strategy for that one to grab the profits and move on to something a little bit closer into town is the strategy up front. Uh, for example, the other project, which is four Torrens titled townhomes in New Lambton, which is a, a very much a blue chip area where something that myself and my family really enjoy. So we're actually going to keep one of those ones and, and actually live in it for probably the first six months uh, and then, you know, maybe sell it then and then move closer into town again. So it's just stepping stones to get us closer and closer into the beach is where we, you know, finally want to move. So, Ryan, I want to ask you, um, in the... Did you learn most of the work in doing your own developments? Did you learn it on the job or did you go do a course of any description? Where did you get your info, your intel? Yeah, the biggest thing that I got in the doing the developments was 
uh, a few things. I had a mentor up front. So I had coffee with mentors who were in the space doing it each day. They're the ones who really inspired me. And, and I remember first getting into real estate thinking, wow, geez, I hope one day I can sell the, you know, their villa, unit, townhouse or land subdivision. Uh, another thing, you know, um, similar to Eric, development industry has a thing called urbanity which is up in uh, brisbane and uh, the urban developer guys they held, hold a two-day conference up there and they interview the biggest uh, and the best developers australia-wide if not the worldwide so you take notes of course just like eric and you then come back and implement but yeah the most most of the learnings was definitely on the job uh, you can read a lot of books but uh you know the councils are a big hurdle or not a hurdle but it's an important pro part of the process but you really need to have a great town planner who understands the land environmental policies and the development control policies because there's just that many different little costs and 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 submissions and forms and fees that you need to pay and it can really it can really derail the development if you don't do it right or don't know have the knowledge is is there is there a lot more profits in buying something that there's no da approval well, I, I mean, our site in Warners Bay was DA approved for six townhomes, right? But it was three-storey, two-bedroom townhouses, right? Three-storey, two bedrooms. As an agent, I'm, I'm mastering the sale, so I know what's saleable in that area. So straight away, we looked at that DA and we went to auction and we were the only bid. Oh, there was two of us, two two bidders, but we bidded at auction uh, in, a, in an open forum, transparent forum, and we actually uh, just scrapped that DA immediately. Because I knew that if we could get five, three-bedroom, two-storey townhomes, we could really pull into that downsizer market, which is going to be much stronger for Warners Bay. And we did that successfully six months in the council or seven months in the council, so that was a bit longer than expected. But we were able to get DA approval and we've just actually started – demolition starts tomorrow, actually, so that's a great result. Can I ask you, how much time is taken – when you've got a development, obviously, if you've got business partners, the load is shared. Mm. Um, how much time's taken uh, in a development? Yeah, so we have a set meeting every Friday uh, for two hours, uh, which just focuses purely on actions from the week that was, and then future actions as well. Now, realistically, it's really you've just got you're just the developer, and, and you've got all of these consultants around you. And what I've really learned, similar to real estate. It's just about hitting the ball back over the net, as in you can't let a consultant have the plans for too long or you can't let a consultant, you know, waiting for the engineering or the or the sewer diagram to, you need to constantly be following up, just like, you know, listing potentials or buyer potentials. I believe the follow-up, the proactive approach uh, is really the key to real estate and developing uh, or in life in general. But to answer your question, Tom, I spend about two hours a week that's it. The rest of the stuff is all based on listing and selling real estate. Correct. Mate, what's your typical day look like? Uh, so I wake up 5.30am. Uh, well, no, sorry, I wake up at 4.30am. I go and meditate. I go for a uh, CrossFit session at 5.30 to 6.30. I then jump in the ocean every morning. I then go home, have brekkie with the family, and then I'm in the office at 8 o'clock every morning, okay, 8 o'clock sharp. That's just my time. Uh, I prospect from eight to one every day. So I'm just calling my reminders or new prospects. And then from one to five, I'm out doing appointments. Now I'm home every day at 5.15 sharp. My beautiful wife, she has dinner ready for me so I can have it with the baby as well. Uh, but I'm not doing after-hour appointments or anything like that. I'm, I'm simply an eight o'clock to 5.15 p.m. Okay, but when you're at work, you work. 
Oh, yeah. I get coached by Dr. Fred Gross and I write right. down my every 30 minutes. And now it's a matter of each 30 minutes. It's not about being dollar productive. It's about how I can be ultra dollar productive in each of those 30 minutes. So I'm just trying to wind up that dial every single day. Okay. Um, and on a typical, is that is that your day basically replicated five days? Every day. Yeah, five days. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you work Saturdays? Yeah, I do. I, I mainly float. I float between a few open homes. I float between display suites. I do phone calls to the vendors, uh, letting them know about numbers and also a bit of strategy on that day as well. I like to get that up and up up front. But yeah. like Tom, I, I, my goal is by the end of the year is to actually take Saturdays off and 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 spend those with my family as well. Okay, I'm getting some great feedback coming from people, mate. Um, can I just ask you? Um, in fact, I'm just going to bring up. I'm just going to bring up. Hopefully, I've got it here on my phone because I know you've got some um, ambitious goals, uh, Ryan, um, that you've sent to me on um, um, on the WhatsApp group. Let me just bring it up. And actually, mate, you know when you're a winner. Like I remember getting off the phone, and within getting off the phone, you've actually gone off and set set me your goals. Like you've got goals for the month of August. Everyone, here are his goals: twelve new residential listings, six unconditional sales, one project listing off the plan. 10 off the plan sales. Um, um, yeah, um, mate, you've got to, I think off the top of my head, your plan is you want you want a, a million to, t- to take yourself home out of just re- um, the real estate sales business for the for the 12 months. Is that right? You want a, a million yeah. on you want a million on your group certificate. Correct. Yeah, that'd be the goal. Uh, and then and then and then in addition to that, profits that you make out of, of out of property investment, property development. Call it what you like, um, mate. I want to ask you: um, um, Do you ever get stressed? Um, yeah, I do. I, I, get, I sometimes get a little bit of overwhelm. Uh, sometimes when it, it's more the resi business that really makes me overwhelmed a little bit, uh, just right. in regards to, I, I guess, trying to have that balance from projects to resi. I guess you know, there's no doubt my heart really does fit in the project space where it, it just comes a little bit more natural to me. However, um, look, I, I think I have excellent tools and support to get through that and I'm just getting better each day, which is which is the main thing. Okay. Now, I want to ask you, um, some of the, what are some of the non-negotiables that you've got in your life, in your day, in, yeah, personal or business? Oh, well, health is number one. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you train every day. Yeah, every day. I, I'm doing something every day. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to be as ex- exertion of, of CrossFit, but it can be a, a walk along the beach or a sprint up the hill. It's always something. Health is number one. There's no doubt about it. Then, of course, family. Uh, family is very, you know, that that's extremely important to me, having dinner every night, putting the baby to bed, bath, extremely important, that balance. There's no doubt. Look, one thing in real estate that's most important to me is just picking up the phone. It's something that I learned very early on and I sometimes used to get criticised in regards to, Ryan, are you making sure you're calling the right people? Because I made a lot of phone calls always. My thing was always 100 outbounds, 40 connects, three appointments. That was just constantly in my brain. Uh, but, look, I think it's just, you know, where, where, where focus goes, energy flows. And I really think that there's some magic out there that the more activity you do, the more just, it just comes back magically. And, and that's something that really sticks, sticks by me and something I, I make sure myself and my team are always doing. I'm so, so passionate on the calls.
how do you with, with with your team? Do you meet up every morning? Every morning, eight forty-five sharp, we meet. Uh, we're very time. We're time. Everything is by the minute. So that's why I felt so bad about the tonight with the Streamyard link. But we have a an hour meeting every Monday, and we have an hour meeting every Friday. Uh, but a fifteen minute meeting every morning, eight forty-five. Okay, how many appointments you reckon you do a day? Me, uh, well, look right now. My 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 goal is to try and remove myself from uh, those sort of uh, like uh, sorry buyer appointments. I'm more talking listing appointments for mega projects now. I'm I'm trying to focus on mega ones, which are now sort of one or two a day. Right. Okay. Beautiful, mate. Absolutely. Do you do you sleep well? Yeah, I sleep amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah I'm in the bed pretty early nine nine a.m. and and wake at yeah four thirty six. So yeah, I'm. So- so nine p nine pm nine pm yeah. and you and you wake up at four thirty six four thirty six yeah uh, something that Kentwell taught me it's something about the numbers being a bit odd and it just stimulates something in your brain so I just copied it <laughs> okay and you eat clean yeah 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 premium ninety eight fuel straight in yep that's what I love to hear anyway <laughs> gang an inspiring interview on a Monday night and the reason I wanted to share this one was for two reasons. Uh, reason number one is plumber five years ago, look at what can be achieved. Number two is the ability, and I'm going to encourage it more and more, and it doesn't have to be property development. I know some real estate agents that do one duplex um, deal a year uh, to supplement their income. I know others just simply, once they've got 50 grand, they go put down and buy another property in a prime spot and they negative gear it. You know, we're in a great position, gang. As uh, Harry Triggerboff said, real estate's a great business to be in because your two partners is the government and banks, and they don't want property to to go down. They're great partners to have. So, uh, Ryan, I want to thank you so much. It's actually getting very close to you spending some time with your family and then going to your 9.30 p.m. sleep. Uh, It's actually, believe it or not, apart from Monday nights, pretty much most other nights, Ryan, I've got a Peter Alexander... uh, um, um, what do you call it, a gown, um, and um, I'm lying down um, ready. I've got a night ritual. I need about 45 minutes to calm down, and then I fall asleep, and I'm usually asleep by 9 o'clock. Uh, yeah. yeah, you wake up at 5 o'clock. That's a really good eight-hour sleep, you know, but we've had some great feedback. Anyway, gang, follow this guy. Uh, PRD Newcastle, right? Yeah, PRD Newcastle, Lent Macquarie, Central Coast, yeah. Ryan, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Tom. Really appreciate it.